0: I am so happy for you to be here, and I think everyone can in one way or another relate to today's topic. My guest, Catherine Ackerman, is a holistic fear and anxiety coach, and after her very own experiences with panic attacks and anxiety, she's now working with leaders and change makers to move beyond the fear. Today, Catherine is actually thankful for the time she lived in fear because it was then she started to dig deep into her soul, started studying, asking for answers and wanting to understand how to overcome her fears. It was then that she started to feel that she could reach her full potential. She finally said no to others, but a big yes to herself. We talk about how important it is to not ignore or push fear away, but to use it in our favor and to work with it instead of against it. We also go into the details on the difference of feeling scared, afraid, anxious to panic. And after our recording, Catherine explained to me a little bit more how when we have scary moments and they accumulate, they build up and can turn into panic. And if that feeling lingers and builds more and more and turns into panic attacks and anxiety, and that can start a vicious cycle. Catherine's background as a film producer taught her about the dynamics of a team. She saw firsthand how fears and anxieties can affect a leader's decision. Through Catherine's knowledge, personal experience, studies in nutrition, and being a leader herself, she has extensive experience with understanding anxiety and fears and how it can take over your business and personal life. She shares with us what helped her and what she also sees helping her clients and she shares tools and some tricks and some resources that you can implement very easily into your life. So from the bottom of my heart, I wish you lots of insights while listening to our conversation. Hi, Catherine. Really good to have you and to see you after a really long time, not seeing you and talking to you. So it's super nice to have you on my podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: So with every guest, I start with five, this or that. So you can answer completely spontaneous what it is right now. And that may be different tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee or tea? Tea. Book or movie? Movie. Vegetables or fruits? Vegetables. Classical or modern art?
1: Uh, modern art.
0: Roses or sunflowers?
1: Always roses. <laughs> Beautiful. What color? Oh, classic red. Red <laughs> For
0: the love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well. well, today we're diving into a topic that for many people is a little difficult topic because they're afraid and that's exactly on point with the topic we're talking about fear and from your personal experience as well as working with people you have a lot of experience and a lot of insight on that topic so i'm very excited to have this conversation with you me too (laughs) so where do you think our fears come from and Do you think we need to know to understand them and or heal and work with them? Or is it maybe not even that important?
1: Well, um, it comes from like, I think it comes from our uh, cave system, caveman system. So it's our alarm system. It's our protection. But today, we are not fighting against bears and lions and all wild animals. So we still have this uh, alarm system in us. It comes sometimes from family. It can come from friend patterns. It can come from birth or even from uh, like grandparents. It doesn't even have to be your parents. So there are so many ways. And of course, it's important maybe or we always try to find out and to figure mm-hmm. out where does it come from. But When I work with my clients, usually I go just into the now because we have to overcome the fear in the present situation, in the now. So when going through a tunnel or flying or something, this is really now. So the mother or the father or all these patterns are maybe in our system, but they're not uh, here at the moment. So I really try to work in the present. And then usually it's very interesting Uh, while sleeping or the day after our coaching session Mm -hmm. people start to realize oh I think this pattern could be from I don't know my mom and it was something in ground school where they uh, bullied me or whatever or a teacher was mean to me or something so it's like best uh, maybe example is I had a teacher, he was like telling me I can't write and I'm not a good writer. So mm. I start stopped writing. And I was suddenly, when I uh, started in film production uh, as an assistant, they, of course, they told me I have to write some letters to <laughs> other production companies. And I was like, no, 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 I can't do this. Uh, and then I realized it was just a teacher giving me a belief and it's not me. So when you start realizing, that's maybe key for, for overcoming fears. But it's not, we don't have to search all the time in the past.
0: Yeah. I think that's very liberating because sometimes, you know, we may feel that we need to know where it's coming from to understand it. Yeah. But I mean, I've also had that experience either with myself or with clients that you can heal or move through something without even knowing any past history or knowing the root cause of it and I think that's yeah it can actually give a lot of freedom because sometimes we don't know and you mentioned trauma right I mean that's also a protection response of trauma that you know sometimes we don't even remember
1: right exactly and especially I mean in the Uh, like in the IIN health coaching practice, uh, they also talk about that it can can come from from your birth. So why do you remember that? But something happened and it stays in our cells and in our body. So 20 years later, there is maybe a noise or whatever, something, a smell. And then you start to remember and you will have a panic or a fear just because of a, outside um, influence. So I think this is very important to understand. And uh, I think usually it it comes up, but you don't have to search for it.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if it comes up, right, that can be then, of course, an additional piece in the puzzle to help. But I think it's really nice to hear that it's not necessarily needed to to work with it or to, to
1: heal. Yes, absolutely. No.
0: So... For you and I don't know if, if if there is even something like that for you, but what do you think is the opposite of fear?
1: Well, for me personally, and I was because I often hear uh, the opposite is love. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of right, but for me personally, it was freedom. Mm-hmm. not to judge myself, not to be harsh on myself. And not to be so critical to myself, not to like being more a friend to myself. Mm -hmm. And this gave me the freedom because the fear was like it was blocking me in every part of my life because I couldn't drive anymore. I couldn't fly anymore. Every supermarket was kind of a problem. Elevators, high buildings, everything is suddenly was like out of my control. So freedom was probably mine. But. In the end, it's I guess the self-love.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Beautiful. Yeah, I can see that with the freedom because if you're just afraid of I'm I'm gonna say doing things right, then then you're you're blocked, you're paralyzed, you you can't, right? You can't move, you can't because fear rules whatever you, you do, right? So yes. you can see the the freedom. And I think I I like what you said in terms of when we're gentler towards ourselves and show, you know, ourselves more love also in that journey of working and healing the fear that then comes to, to self-love. And that of course, as we know, is a lifelong journey.
1: (laughs) It's a lifelong journey, but I always try to remember, I mean, I'm very critical with myself and I'm a perfectionist and that's who I am. And that's also, I accepted it. It's, important to accept yes I am like this and then you know how to handle because it's the same in business for example in your team you know the other one is a perfectionist so you will treat him differently than with other people so and I think always remember get in front of a a mirror and talk to yourself like to a good friend and say it's fine to be like that and having this fear is okay talk like everyone would say to a good friend, oh, you will make it. You will survive. You will do it. But to ourselves, it's like, how can you? Oh, oh, this is so bad. And we are a loser. And we talk like this to ourselves. So this is horrible. And I don't know why, uh, but get in front of the mirror and look at you and be kind. That's a beautiful exercise to do. Not easy, but good. (laughs) (laughs) Powers. And put with a lipstick, I put with the lipstick, I put, I am good enough, or I am just great, put whatever, because that's what I learned from all the mindset stories. I've, uh, like, I read a lot of books and uh, talked to a lot of people, to CEOs and so on. What they have as a mindset is they get up in the front of the mirror and they say, oh, I'm such a genius. <laughs> and that's what we have to learn because the mind After two weeks, your brain starts to believe in it. Absolutely. And usually it takes only two weeks. So isn't it incredible? And we just continue in a bad way, but we can switch to the positive way in seconds. Yes. Yeah.
0: So do
1: you think there is a
0: life without fear?
1: Well, maybe there are some people who are jumping from, (laughs) I don't know, from mountains and doing stuff, but... Uh, I hope not, because fear is, if you understand fear and anxiety, it's the best friend you have. And it's an alarm system. It's your protection for everything. And if you start having some symptoms, uh, you know something is wrong and your body and mind is telling you something. So just watch out and, and start to think and look what it is. Yeah. So maybe it's just, it's a project or it's the people. Mm-hmm. I always have it with people. When I get this strange feeling in my stomach and in my heart, I know there is something wrong with the people. Mm-hmm. It's not my, not wrong with them because they're bad or something. Mm-hmm. That's not interesting for me, but I know it's not good for me. And that's important.
0: Yeah. It's the intuition then, which speaks which in, right? Yeah. And it actually brings me a little bit to, um, Another question, which I'm curious um, to hear what you have to say. You know, there is so many different. I don't know if intensity or scale of that. You know, fear. Like, you know, somebody can be scared. Like, you know, it's it's, it's a pretty natural response, and we can be afraid. We can feel anxious. You mentioned anxiety. There can be panics, panic attacks. So, can you? talk to us a little bit about these different things and how we maybe can understand them and also how we feel of kind of understanding ourselves and noticing, well, is this now a panic attack? I guess we would know, but um, you know what
1: I mean? Yes, absolutely. It's not that easy, Mm -hmm. but I try because well, the main difference for me is, and that's very important and I try to explain it to a lot of people. There is fear like, like having panic attacks. This is something, it comes like with thousand percent and it hits you like, I don't know, whatever it could hit like this. And you're totally in it and your mind is going crazy with, oh, I have to die or oh, oh nobody's helping me, whatever it is. So this is something, It it the panic attack is something right now in the situation and it takes a little bit to get out of it. Anxiety, for example, and fear in general, or fear of having fear and having panic attacks is a general, um, like, let's say, feeling maybe. Or um, it's, it's not just one second or one situation. Yes. It's mm-hmm. always there. Yeah. And this is probably something. So when I had all my fears, um, it was the fear of that something is happening to me was always with me. Yeah. When I was I was getting up, I was uh, I had it. I had to go to university. I was like, oh, maybe what could happen? I had lunch, or oh, maybe in this restaurant I'm not good. It could something could happen. Uh, I had to go to classrooms. It was like oh, this is so. I don't know. It was all the time with me. Yes. So and the panic attack, which I probably or like I only had two panic attacks actually in my life, but and they but they hit me like in such a, oh, I don't know. It's such an energy you will feel. And I got out of my body. My soul was sitting next to me. So I was like, after that, I was afraid of having this situation again. Mm. So that's why I had this vicious circle of fear. But the, I think, and that's, a, and like panic is really, or that's one situation, but the other thing is always with you uh, until you overcome Uh, and you understand what it is. And then, I mean, being scared can be, you know, you see a spider or whatever, and you're quickly like, oh gosh, I'm scared. Or like someone is coming from behind you. So it hits you like in a second, but it's not that bad as a panic attack. Mm -hmm. Like panic attack is really the reset of your body. It's just too much adrenaline, too much of everything. And you get the panic attack and if you've um, got uh, get un- unconscious, it's just a reset. Yes. But of course, we are super, super, super afraid of getting unconscious. That was actually always my problem. I was, I had this, uh, yeah, this fear of getting unconscious, and nobody will help me because mm. this was in uh, in a lot of friendships and in in school was this my situation. Yeah so i was often alone and this was something it hit me quite late and then i was i got bullied in school so it was and i don't know there was something behind but i had to understand that
0: yeah and i mean you you mentioned a few things i want to dive a little bit deeper one of it and you know you touched on it before already a little bit like the question is really what can fear teach us and how can we you know instead of pushing it away like we don't of course we don't want to feel it right because like you just said like the fear of the fear and I'm gonna get into that um after a little bit more um so instead of not wanting and not wanting to feel it how can we embrace that fear instead of fighting it or instead of you know mm-hmm. wanting to push it away so these two yeah. are kind of the what, what can we learn and and what can what can fear teach us and how can we embrace it?
1: Mm-hmm. Very happy that you speak about that because this is really um, important to embrace it. Um, and I probably I hit rock bottom so <laughs> hardly <laughs> that I had no other choice than to embrace it because it was always there and after months and years, I was so fed up and so tired that I was like, "Okay, I give up. Then I was sitting, I remember I was sitting in a very small cinema from the university when I was um, studying film production and it was dark. It was so narrow and a lot of people in it. And, you know, it's getting warmer and warmer. And I felt so uncomfortable and I was just looking, where is the door? Can I sit in like close to the door so I can get out? And that was always the strategy, right? You're always looking for how can I escape? How can I exit? (laughs) That's, that's, that's why it's so, it makes you so tired. So, and I was sitting there and suddenly I was like, okay, for God's sake, sorry, but come on fear. Then I'm ready for you. Come because it was already, I was sweating. I was kind of had a heart racing, um, every, all the symptoms that you have and, I was like, okay, I'm ready for you. Come and and just knock me out, <laughs> and 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 then and then the worst case is here. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Suddenly the symptoms were gone, and I was like, huh. And before I was always like, oh no, please, I have class now, I can't, and please just let me focus on 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 my studies. And I was always kind of fighting against. And then one day when I uh, realized that. It was incredible and then i think it was the next day or something i talked to uh to another like uh chinese medicine uh woman and she was like yeah you have to understand it's like a virus in your software at the moment and you can get rid of this virus but it's not you and i was like huh and this helped me a lot because often you think you're going crazy right so it was so good to understand that I can get rid of this virus and by embracing it and really like, okay, I'm ready, come. And every time, and then I started to test because, you know, I had no, I had nothing to lose. So I started to test uh, uh, with, I took some essential oils, lavender and stuff. I had all my tricks and tips, mm-hmm. but then I was starting like, okay, I took some um, lavender oil and I was like, okay, I'm ready for you. Come on. Mm-hmm. and Day by day, it got better, Mm -hmm. and that was incredible. Yeah, it's what
0: you say in terms of you know, it's it's the fear is just a part of you, or is like this quote unquote virus. I think what's also nice to see it that way is not that it that we don't identify with it, whether whether it's fear or whatever it is, whatever feeling it is, right? But if Yeah, part of me might be afraid, which is also okay, but it's not all of me.
1: Exactly. That's the thing. It's a part. And then I was sitting there like, okay, hold on now. So is it really, is it a dangerous situation because I have to die now? Like, I don't know if you're Sitting in a car and you will see that you're going into the wall, you know it's not good. So this is, there you can be scared Mm -hmm. and afraid and everything because this is real. And that's the thing. And it's so important always to ask, is it real now or is it just my mind? Mm -hmm. And in this situation, it was just my mind playing games with me. But still, what was it that I was so uncomfortable in this room? And mm. I tell you what, I don't like to be so close to people and yeah. not because it it's, it was just too crowdy and too, you know, I couldn't breathe anymore. I couldn't sit like comfortably. So, and is this now so bad? No, it's just me. And and that i had to accept and that's what i mean with acceptance so i started to analyze always a little bit the situations like okay what is around me okay a lot of people we are in a dark room it's you know in this small cinemas it smells mm-hmm. a little bit the people smells as <laughs> well too so it was all everything like a little bit like okay uh, could i imagine having a better place oh yes i could so and then i started like okay, but it was not that dangerous anymore. But I realized, okay, I don't like the situation that much. Because that was fine.
0: Yeah, you got to know yourself in a way. And you got to know what what the triggers were, right? So then you were able to work again, like with the fear, like as like, okay, what are you? What are you telling me? Oh, Yeah, you're right. Something is not, you know, like maybe something that you you notice a little sensation that you know that maybe can be the fear speaking to you and you know, okay, yeah, it is a little dark. It is a little bit tight. So let me change the situation.
1: And that's pretty much like you got to know yourself. And so good you said that because now you have the choice. Mm -hmm. Either I can go out and say, "I, I changed the situation because it's not good for me and it's too much. Or I can say, hey, this is a class, Uh, this is the situation now, I accept it for one hour, and it's not the whole day, and I can make it. So, and then you have, it's you starting to make the decisions, right? It's not your mind or somewhere somebody else it's you and then i was sitting there like okay for one hour i can do this sometimes but i'm very honest sometimes it was too much and i went i left because i had to leave i, I went to the toilet like whatever or i had to make a phone call something because we were always producing working uh, parallel to our classes so i left for 10 minutes and i came back and i just sometimes it helps just two three minutes to change the situation breathe go outside have a fresh air and that's enough true and uh, move a little bit or something, but yeah, I think and and there you learn a lot, as you said, you learn a lot about yourself and I mean I learned that I like to have my freedom and not being so close with people, and it's even in in the theater, if you have all these rows and a uh, rows and I have the seat is in the middle of the row. It's like I don't like it. I just because I like to get out, I like to move, I like to, and that's something that's me. And if I'm honest, I was always like that, even as a child.
0: Yeah. And it comes back to what you said when I asked you about the opposite of fear, right? It's all yeah. about will you honor with love <laughs> that you okay. like your your freedom and your your flexibility in a way. So then you're like, exactly. okay. I honor that I want to sit at the edge of the row and not in the middle of it.
1: <laughs> exactly. And that's how I do my life now. And you know what? All the producers are sitting at the end because if the film is not good, they're leaving. <laughs> so it's it's so interesting. <laughs>
0: That's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious. The,
1: the, the industry insights. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned the, this phenomenon of um, the fear of the fear. And I think, with, you know, I've never had a full-blown panic attack. Um, I had some super anxious situation. But, you know, that fear of the fear, I think to a certain extent, everybody knows that a little bit. Right. So and like you said, it is a very, you know, vicious and destructive cycle that it's very hard to snap and get out of. You mentioned a few things, you know, you mentioned, you know, we just talked about, you know, getting, you know, um, yourself better and adjust the situation accordingly. You mentioned essential oil. What else has helped you or is still helping you as well as maybe what you see when working with clients would really are
1: tools that can support us yeah um well there are external tools like essential oils which i really lavender was super important in my life and i mean at this time i was everything searching and looking in the internet and i was like collecting for myself. I'm doing uh, like, I had my little tiny bag with me with all the tools with me Mm -hmm. and I had no clue about essential oils. I had no clue about Chinese medicine. I learned everything by that because I was really looking for solutions and for, I don't know, little things that can help me and nobody can see it when I take it or I do it because, you know, usually you're with people and, and it feels uncomfortable. So, um, essential oils especially also all the wood essential oils like grounding so important but lavender of course is the calming one and then you start with the wooden essential oils to ground yourself because all the fear people are flying birds so Mm -hmm. we are not grounded at that moment Mm -hmm. so very important to ground yourself so breathing technique which is for me essential it's and I just read a book from Jay Shetty. Uh, what is it? Jay Shetty, I think. Yes. Think like a monk. Yes. And he was telling that all the monks, uh, when they're four or five and they go to school, they they start with breathing. We go to school. We start with math, math, with languages, with whatever, knowledge. But we don't start with us. And I was like, how crazy is this? The monk goes to school, and the first year he's just learning about himself, about breathing, about his body. So this is, I think, phenomenal, and we should do this too. Absolutely. And so that's why box breathing. There are so many breathing techniques in on YouTube, on uh, in the internet. So you can find a lot. But I really love the box breathing. Um, I think this is one of the best. And then, of course, meditation to calm down. A lot of people think, oh, I have to do so much sport and even more and I have to go running. If you're having fears and anxiety, I can tell you sport is maybe not the best because you're making your body even more nervous. So... It's way more important. And I see a lot of people with panic attacks and all my clients, they're super dynamic. They're super extroverted people. They they give a lot. They're super givers, but they give maybe a little bit too much. So going back into the meditation, into yoga, into Pilates to really focus on you and to be calm and or to dance, you know, just to move slowly, feel your body. Because when you're running or doing whatever at the gym, it's too much stress at the moment. And then uh, I also think, I mean, you can always go with Bachblüten. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, if you need something like drops or something for your, to, for, if, that you can intake, Bachblüten is for me fantastic and there are a lot of other stuff i don't know maybe today you, even more but i would always recommend taking if you if if it makes you feel safer to have this rescue bottle with you yeah. take it because it's so important to have all these you know these things with you and it gives you protection and it gives you a good feeling and um and then nutrition of course but that's a huge there is so many things we can do uh but i think uh meditation breathing not stressful sport is uh is the beginning of everything because we start panic attacks is just because of our hyperventilation um being scared i mean observe yourself if you feel stressed you you're not breathing deeply So going back to a deep breathing is key for, and the best beginning. And then you can start with other stuff.
0: Yeah. And you have this beautiful um, nutrition guide on your website for, for, for food that can help with anxiety. And we will of course link that in the show notes. So people can, can get that to get a little bit inspired what they can do with food. So that's really just
1: to exactly just to understand. I mean, it's, uh, I'm very open to discuss more. Maybe I have to also start a podcast about that because not a lot of people speak about the food with uh, nutrition, with anxiety, Mm -hmm. but just to understand a little bit the energy of what you eat. Um, So as I said, taking a lot of or eating a lot of chicken is the best example. Chicken is a very nervous animal. It's like, it's all the time and it's, it's not grounded at all or like focused. And if you eat a lot of chicken, you have this energy in you. So as a fear, anxiety patient at the moment, it's maybe not the best. So it's way better to go with potatoes, with pumpkin, with uh, uh, beef when you like grounded things. Yeah. And then, of course, where you are the expert is um, is uh, tapping as the best um, mm-hmm. exercise. But I I love to tap But when I was at the university, it was for me impossible to tap because everyone would look at me. You know, you already feel ashamed. So I felt even more when I was tapping myself. So you can do this at home and you should do it every day because this is like sport. You have to practice. But there you're the expert. But I think uh, this is just gigantic. And um, having one tapping session like... The phrases and then you just do it every day in the morning or evening um it's just genius it is i mean i yeah i
0: mean as you know and you know many of the listeners know know as well and i link i have a episode on eft so i link that back but yeah i think it's a fantastic tool and it is yeah, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you just go to the bathroom when you, when you can and you need a break, you know, somewhere. And I've told that to my clients, hey, if you need a break, just go to the bathroom and do like three rounds of tapping and that can already help you. And exactly like yeah. you said, if you've done it, um, you know, regularly, then your subconscious realizes right away. It's the same with breathing, right? then subconscious learns so fast of just, aha, I notice the tapping, I notice the breathing, <laughs> right? And then, then the subconscious can like react so
1: fast to it. Yes. And I like it too, because it's the same as like your first question. Do you have to understand it really? No, you don't have to, because it's working. Even if you're totally against it, <laughs> yeah, you can really, it, it's just, and just tapping like uh, the, the the point here yeah, the is for me, trip. the curve, exactly. I mean you can do this all the time and people won't notice it because you can do it just like hidden for yourself it's, and I for myself I realized that it helps already a lot. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's sometimes less than people think. Uh, also meditation doesn't mean you have to sit 60 minutes in in this buddha position. Meditation can be just get out of your thoughts and look at the tree and just breathe that's meditation too so we always try to do even the meditation and the tapping so perfectly probably that it's stress again so it's way easier
0: (laughs) (laughs) totally so i am curious what you've um noticed in you know the past year with the worldwide situation where you know i think besides that virus fear is very, very present. So I notice what, or I'm curious what you've noticed in your circle with your clients. Um, Yeah. Can you talk a little
1: bit about that? Absolutely. Um, Well, uh, let's be honest, everyone now, the whole world is confronted with their own fears. So is it fear of dying? Is it fear of being ill? Is it fear of not living the life? And that's why I'm afraid of dying. What is it? Uh, And now we are really confronted. And I think it's the best time actually now to get in your own fears and to really change your life because you should live. I think the best goal and Uh, in life is to, to know today was such a good day. If I die tomorrow, it's fine for me. And, and I think a lot of people are not living the way and that's, I did it too. I mean, I didn't live the life I was, I wanted to live, but I thought the society wants that I do this. So, and that's why I got all my fears and anxiety because Someone like maybe it's the universe, God, whoever, someone wanted uh, to change me and to see the real purpose in my life. And I'm that's why I'm so grateful and thankful to all the fears and anxiety, even if it's it was horrible and it, it took a lot of time because I had no one to talk to. I really there were some therapists, but they know it from the books, but I didn't know someone who had the same as I had. So this was, uh, that's why I, I became coach then because I really, I walked the talk so I know how it feels. And, and today we are generating and producing, unfortunately, a real society of fear and anxiety. And I mean, the adults can live with that, but we have a lot of children and we really have to think about them. I mean, it's not maybe the children with five months or six months like my son now, or like one year, but children with three, four years, five years, they understand not properly what is going on, but they see the panic and the fear and the negative atmosphere. And this is something we really should think about. Is it just about us? Being afraid of dying and being ill and whatever? Or should we also think about our future generation? And uh, I mean, this sounds always so, I don't know, but being a mom now by myself, it's like I really see this as a biggest problem. And the kids with four, five, six years now, they have to solve a lot of problems. And maybe we should think about that also. And I'm just a little bit. Um, what's maybe the right word but shocked and also surprised how many fears and how much of all of that is here and so like egocentric too um so this is something I don't know yeah maybe everyone has to think about now a little bit yeah and
0: I think it comes back to it of saying you know yes I am or parts of me is afraid of getting ill. Parts of me is afraid of
1: dying. <laughs> but And then why? Why? Because getting ill, we always had that. The virus is not totally different now. We always had other viruses too. So because we are, yeah, I don't know. We, we had a lot of other things. So why is it suddenly such a big thing? And why and I'm not judging. I'm just saying there are a lot of whys and everyone has to has to ask now uh, himself why and why is am I afraid to die? for example, because also we know we have to die. That's the only thing we have to. Everything else is it's our choice, I think. Um, but that's what I really like we have to, think now, do I live the the life I want to live? And I think it's the biggest chance also to change now and to have a better life after.
0: Yeah, I think it's beautiful. What you said before is that you actually are very grateful for what you experienced with fear and anxiety because it put you on the path. And in the life that you're in right now, and otherwise that may yeah. wouldn't have happened, right? So I think if if we can turn around the situation, and of course that's not easy, and we both know that in certain situations it's really not easy. But um, then again, and you mentioned tools. You know, there is things that um, um, that can support to come into that and understanding what the path is, right? And of course, there is also um, professionals, you know, like you and as well as like me, who who support people as well as on
1: that journey. Exactly. Um, but they have to come. They yeah. have to come, right? I mean, uh, yeah, they have yeah. to be ready.
0: Yeah, and, and that sometimes that's the, the hardest because when we in a certain situation. We don't even know how to uh, to ask or reach out for help, right? So I think, um, yeah, just even finding finding a little little way of 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 calling, just even a friend or somebody that can already
1: um, be a game changer, right? And that's uh, it's a good point. It can be, but for example, when I it's now uh, thirty six now, so it's uh, thirteen years ago. And 14 years ago, when I started having my first panic attack and my my fear path started, um, my friends couldn't understand. Uh, It's really, it's not, I don't mean that in a bad way. It just, I realized they can't help me because Mm -hmm. they couldn't understand. Mm -hmm. And some of them, they realized, or they had the same experience then many years after. And they were like, oh, now I understand, Catherine, what you were going through. And I hit rock bottom too now. But yeah, a lot of friends and people can't understand because they also get confronted with their own fears again, if you talk about your fears. No, it's so just- it's mm-hmm. it's really good to come to professionals there because it's important to have a very neutral space where you can talk about everything, even, you know, also now it's in this COVID situation, a big issue is the financial fear. Mm -hmm. And this is something which is huge. And we all know we need the money. We all know money is unfortunately very important in this world, maybe too important already. Um, So the neutral space with a professional coach is so important because you can really talk about like, I don't know, I want to have this, I don't know, this back even if I have no money left. And you just, and every friend would be like, how can you say something like this? But in a neutral space, it's fine. Just let out all your thoughts and just, and like talking about if I have no money anymore, I, I think I have to die or Something like this, and this is important to to uh, to express without yeah. being judged.
0: Yes, absolutely, and I think that neutral space without judgment can be super, super healing. Absolutely. Yeah. So, thank you so much. Super good information. Really, really appreciate all this insight, and we will link to you so people can also reach out and get more information from you and with you and get more of you if they wish so and last but not least you know we talked about how you know incorporating all different aspects of our life can be um very healing as well as for me it's a very creative process and i call it life creation and we are on the life creation podcast so for you maybe right now maybe it's been already longer but do you have a quote or a mantra that guides you and then maybe when you feel like you've lost your path a little bit brings you back onto that path and really also shows you how all these different aspects of our life are connected
1: actually I have two and I think Steve Jobs said one of them but I'm not sure and one is fail, fail often to succeed sooner. And it's true. Just hit the rock bottom, hit it again, hit it again, hit it again. But you will have a life so rich and full of experiences and may like way more experiences than a lot of people and, and most of them. And I think this is such a gift. So be proud of it, having fears and having all these hard times, because it makes you so unique. And the other one, and that was probably always in my life, um, so important. It's from Henry Ford. And it's when everything seems to be going against you. Remember that the airplane takes off against the wind and not with it. And I think this is so important. And having had the fear of flying I live with airplanes now and it's just the most important phrase for me.
0: Well, it's so, I love it. It's so, it fits you so well (laughs) because you work with people with fear of flying. You know, you're, you work in that flying industry now, you know, together with your, with your husband. So it's so, it's so beautiful. So thank you so much. And thank you. Yeah. So good to see you. And again, we'll um, link everything to your website to your Instagram so people can find you as well as the nutritional
1: freebie you have for them. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure and an honor to be on your podcast. Thank you. I hope
0: this talk and conversation gave you insights tools and the feeling that you're not alone and that fear in whatever shape or form. They're here to work with and not against them. Don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you know somebody who could benefit from my talk with Catherine, send them this episode. Catherine's virtual home is under CatherineAckerman.com. Also, you find in the show notes the link to it, as well as the links to the book, The Essential Oils, EFT as well as the flower essence Catherine mentioned what would be super helpful if you could hop over to iTunes and in the live creation podcast all the way on the bottom you have the opportunity to rate the podcast and write a review thank you so much for listening in for your time and attention I really really love spending time with you and in your ears